Hey folks, Matt Hunsaker here for the State Tax Show. Today we take a look at the New Jersey Nexus Initiative and the Seattle Payroll Tax. Tis the season of summer travels, so I am going to just quickly get you up to speed on a couple of topics that are completely unrelated. Then I'm going to go pack. Last year, the Seattle City Council passed a tax on payroll costs of certain large employers. You need at least $7 million in Seattle payroll expense from employees that are making more than $150,000 a year. And the rates of that tax are from 0.7% to 2.4% of the payroll expense in the city. Now, if you want to dig in a little deeper, go ahead and check out the archives. I did an episode on the tax, and it was episode 104. So go ahead and listen to that if you want to learn a little bit more about it. Not surprisingly to any of us, the Greater Seattle Chamber of Commerce filed suit last year to overturn the tax as being an unconstitutional tax on the right of employees in the city to earn a living. They filed that lawsuit, I think it was in December of last year. Well, a couple weeks ago, the King County Superior Court ruled, and this is a quote here, that As a matter of law, the city's payroll expense tax is a valid excise tax on business under the taxing authority granted to cities by the Washington State Constitution and statutes. Part of the reasoning of the court was that the payroll expense was levied on businesses and not on employees. In effect, the tax couldn't be deducted from wages. The court even went so far as to explicitly say, and this is a quote, employees do not pay the tax. Well, that might be true from a literal perspective, but from an economic perspective, a statement might be on a bit of shaky ground. You can't make employees more expensive through taxation and not expect a business to make up for it in how it determines how much it compensates its employees. There's only so much money to go around for payroll expense. I am not sure if an appeal has been filed yet, or if one will be filed at all, but I'll update you as I learn more. Switching gears to New Jersey, back in 2019, New Jersey switched to combined reporting. And those combined returns give pretty strong leads to the state about whether members are doing stuff that creates corporate business tax nexus. The state is going to take a look at that information to see if group members that now have nexus had nexus before and should have been filing separate entity returns in years before 2019. But before it does that, the state is going to give taxpayers four months to come clean through a new compliance initiative. And this is how it works. 
If you come forward and apply for the program, then the state is only going to look back to 2016 for separate entity returns. That may not sound like a great deal, but at times I've heard of the state saying to taxpayers that they would be willing to go back to 1946 for non-filers. I don't know if they've ever done that, though. The other benefit is that you get a penalty waiver, and penalties could be as high as 30%, so that's pretty meaningful. There are going to be some limitations on getting into the program. These are some things that will prohibit you from getting into the program. That would be being incorporated in New Jersey, authorized to do business in New Jersey, or being registered for corporate business tax before being included in a 2019 or 2020 combined return. The important dates to remember for this program are that it opened up on June 15th, so we're alive and online, and that it will close down on October 15th. If you don't get in, then all bets are off on what the state will do as far as penalty and how far back they may assess you. I'll be helping a few clients navigate the program, so if you need some more specifics, feel free to hit me up. My email address, as always, is in the show notes. Well, that's it for this episode. I'll be back next Monday, assuming I survive the heat of Moab, with a brand new episode of The State Tax Show. Until then, have yourselves a splendid week. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.